Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Coco's Cup. I'm your host, Coco Hontis, and I'm so grateful that you're here. And if you guys haven't already acquired a original artwork by Coco Hontis herself, Coco's Cup sweatshirt, then what are you doing? You can go find it on Etsy, just look up Coco's Cup with Coco Hontis, and you'll find me. Okay, so for today's episode, we're going to be talking about sisterhood because... It's just been something that's been more prevalent in my life lately, and I thought that I should be sharing some of the thoughts that I have with you guys. And not to say that people don't appreciate sisterhood as much as they should, but I feel like it's really undervalued. When you truly think about the different relationships that you can have with women, with girls, etc., it's very, very valuable. And when you have a very genuine person in your life that's able to offer that for you, it can be really rewarding. Sisterhood is the invaluable role of female friendships that are present and prevalent in your life, right? And there are so many different types of friendships that you can have with a woman, which is so amazing and so wonderful. The transformative power of sisterhood, because women typically in nature just are nurturing, kind, and gentle, and to be able to share that unique experience with another woman, groundbreaking, uh, loss of words, loss of words, guys. Being able to build and foster meaningful connections with women is so beautiful for what it is, right? And speaking it from someone who hasn't always had a lot of female friendships, let alone relationships in general, it's very interesting to be able to reflect on that. I used to be that girl in middle school that said that she didn't like to have friendships with girls because they were difficult and drama-centric and to each their own. There's some truth in those statements, but it was also because I was not involving myself with the right groups of people that were mutually beneficial for me. And it's interesting because sometimes it takes years, many, many years before you really find your people, you really find your sisters, your friends, these relationships with women and it can be incredibly rewarding just because of how long it's taken you to finally come to this point but they take so much to be able to foster to nurture and to build these meaningful connections i like to say that all good things take time they take work they take effort the more that you put in the more that you're going to get out as long as it's mutually beneficial and that's important that's key I also wanted to delve into the kind of friendships that I was referring to with sisterhood because there's a wide array, probably more than you could think of off the top of your head. The first one is a childhood friend, and this is someone that you grew up through adolescence, I would say maybe up until age 18 typically, but those kind of friendships provide you with a sense of continuity, with familiarity, and it could be nice because you're able to grow what you were able to grow with them through a lot of obstacles in your life. These are the people that have seen you go through many developmental stages in your life. They've seen you go through puberty, um, not to say that your frontal lobe is developed, but your brain has developed your own ideas, you've become your own person, really, and they're still friends with you. So I, th I think that's really beautiful. At this point, I only have a couple childhood friends, and I want to talk about them. I grew up with a lot of my mom's friends' children, and that has been interesting because even if we weren't seeing each other for years or we weren't really in contact, it always felt the same to hang out again. It felt as if we were just catching up, 
like the distance or the time away from each other didn't really affect our relationship. And I think that those friendships are important because seeing it for what it is, you get to see this person and experience changes and growth with them firsthand. And you see just how they're affected by obstacles, tests and tribulations, accomplishments, achievements. You, for lack of better words, you really become one with them. I think it's a deeper sense of connection. The next subject that I have is university or college friends. And these friendships can be deepened by shared experiences because you're going through a transformative part of your life together and you guys have shared goals, maybe shared classes or majors. Me personally, I'm currently a four-year graduate and I will be graduating in this in this spring, so in a couple of months, inshallah. And I just made my first friend. Isn't that insane? The thing with college friends, in my opinion, as someone who commutes to her school and I live very close, I don't really... Okay, also it's my fault because I didn't really join any clubs and I wasn't as involved in school. But I also found that when I attempted to make friends and talk to people, it would last as long as a semester did. So the four months. And now in my fourth semester, or my last semester, it's interesting because now I'm getting classes with people that I took classes with maybe two years ago. And I only recognize their name because um, I don't know faces too well. But it's interesting because a lot of the people that I've met at my university, I deem them as one-dimensional because they're unable to have conversations with people. And that's something that's very big for me. I don't ask that you be the most emotionally available person, but if you cannot have conversations of substance, then I don't think that my friendship is for you. I would say that I'm a very inquisitive person and I like to read a room before I make an entrance or if I say anything or I present myself a certain way because I like to see the environment. I like to know what's going on before I insert myself, right? So the first day of classes for this semester, since my classes were in person, was really interesting because I was seeing a lot of people reconnect with one another and I, I hardly knew anybody that was in the class, which is completely okay. I decided to sit in the front and that's not a very popular thing to do for whatever reason. Most people just tend to stay at the back where they're more comfortable, but I, I can't really see well. And just in general, I think it's better for your professor to know your name and it's easier for him to know your name when you're participating one and when you're sitting towards the front of the room. And I was also overhearing conversations of people becoming friends and with women in particularly because my classes are dominated by women. It's interesting to hear what they talk about. Typically, to make a female friend, um, from what I've observed, it usually starts with a compliment. Oh, I love your phone case. Oh, I love your hair. I love your sweater. You know, something of the sort. And then typically it leads to, hey, um, I should get your number for homework or we should make a discord or one, two, three, and a friendship usually blossoms. And some of the conversations that I hear them have are just things that I talked about in high school. And I like to think that I outgrew a lot of people from high school, right? But on the plus, I did make one friend this semester. I'm not going to say her name, but she's super kind and she's a junior actually. And we don't talk too much outside of school, really, because I don't think our friendship has blossomed to that point yet. But I definitely see her 
as someone who I would keep as a friend for a while, even outside of school. And that's really the important thing for me. I'm going to be talking about work friends shortly, but friends who are outside of the the venue that I met them, right? So if if a school friend is only a f- quote-unquote friend because I see them two times a week, that's not something that I'm interested in. Work friends are created because you're both in the same professional sphere. You might have common goals depending on if your job is uh, more of a career or if it's, you know, like a McDonald's. I used to work at McDonald's. And reflecting back on it, I was very friendly with everybody that worked there. I was a manager and I was pretty favored, right? But when it came outside of work, if I was to ask any of those people to hang out or spend time together, I don't think that it would work. Because when we were at work, we talked about common things. We Sometimes we complained about management or we complained about um, maybe it's too busy or things like that. But sometimes it doesn't have to always go as far as I need this person as a forever friend. And I had to learn that I had to stop this expectation of wanting everybody that I met to be a close friend or a very valuable friend. And that's why I'm talking about this, because there's different levels of friendship. Some people are only meant to be friendly or amiable to you at work or at school or at the pottery class. The next relationship is my favorite, and it is a soul sister. Those are the deep emotional connections that you create with an individual, and you guys are very compatible. You resonate on a very profound level, a very deep emotional level. For me personally, I think that, not not to put a maximum or anything, but I think a soul sister, since it, it's so intense, the kind of relationship and the dependability, the compatibility that you have with this person, I limit mine to one. And I do have a soul sister, and her name is Nami. She's my bestest friend. It's crazy because our experiences are so mirrored with our life. We've been through so much trauma separately and together together. We've been there for one another when we've needed it, Um, but we've also been there to do things like watch TV or um, just be on the call to have someone to talk to. I wouldn't go as far as saying that she's my twin flame because I did have a twin flame and we uh, evened our friendship in October of last year. And I think it's interesting that we always called each other that because um, what my boyfriend says is that the flame always dies out. And I guess it did, but um, but that's okay. And then there's relationships um, that would feature long distance, supportive allies, and professional mentors. Long distance, I think, is really interesting. I have a long distance relationship with my boyfriend. Um, We're not going to talk about that too much, but long distance in general your relationship is strengthened by the periodic visits, the communication, there's so much effort and commitment within them. I made a lot of friends when I went when I went to go visit New York and I kind of made friends with my brother's friends, my older brother. And I think it's interesting because with those friendships, there's so much effort that needs to be put into maintaining the relationship, but that doesn't mean that you need to talk every day. So I know that whenever I go back to visit my older brother and I see some of his friends or we catch up on socials, it's always nice. You know what I mean? There's the lack of um, expectation is very comforting. Supportive alleys, I think, can be described by really any positive woman that's in your life. 
It could be someone at work that you don't talk to too much or uh, a mutual on Instagram or TikTok or any social media platform that you guys just ended up following each other but never really had a conversation. The relationship is maintained through encouragement, advocacy, and it promotes your personal growth. And then there's your professional mentors. And I wanted to speak a little bit more about this because I have always found myself leaning into women, professional women. So my teachers, my professors, and the kind of sisterhood and the relationships that they provide is wisdom, growth, opportunity. They're people who have a lot of experience. They have years of experience on you. So when they talk to you, not to say that it's maternal, but I think in the core, that is part of it. But it's a very selfless relationship because they want the betterment for you and they're going to help and aid you to get to where you want to be, where you're able to achieve your goals. And not to say that it's not mutually beneficial because I think having mentors can be addition for both parties because I think that you can learn both ways. I have a mentor currently. I have a couple. Some of my professors at school who have really helped me and really wanted the best for me. It's people that they believe in you more than you believe in yourself and I think that's really important. And my next boss, well I guess she's my current boss but I haven't started working at that job yet. She is a strong black woman and I think that's very empowering as it is because as you know I'm black myself but seeing black women in business, in management and leadership roles has always been an inspiration and motivation to me because I know that there's always going to be someone that has my back, you know, and the company stands for diversity, inclusion, and those are values that are very, very important to me too. And then of course, there's the relationships that I haven't mentioned, which are quite literally sisterhood in familial relationships. So your sister, your mom, your aunt, your cousins, etc. But I wasn't going to speak too much on that. I encourage you to explore your sisterhood and your relationships and really see what that means for you in all the different environments that I mentioned, like school, work, childhood, college, university. I think it was really nice for me to be able to reflect on it because I actually did make a new friend and it's interesting because she doesn't follow she doesn't fall into any of the categories. She was a supportive ally but now she's a friend for sure. And I never really thought that I was going to make more friends but she was a friend of a friend who introduced me to her and I'm very grateful for her. I've only known her for a couple of weeks and I've seen her in person twice but that's definitely been a journey and I'm super excited to meet more women and connect with more, more women and foster those relationships to the best of my ability. And as we come to a close for this week's episode, I of course wanted to share some gratitude. I am so grateful for my older brother. We've been talking so much more lately which has been super nice and really comforting. I really love that we've been pouring into that relationship and making more effort as you know he's living on the east coast right now so we don't get to see each other as often as we may like but it's been nice to be able to still be able to nurture that relationship and talk and be there for one another i hope that you enjoyed this week's episode and i'm so grateful that you're still listening i love you guys very much and i'll see you in the next week <laughs>